Hello, welcome to the Tech for Good podcast. We are very passionate about two things, technology and our world. In each pod, we will be interviewing some fascinating people, business leaders, but those with a special interest in solving the biggest issues facing humanity today. Think the environment, think healthcare provision during a pandemic, think global social injustice. If you want to know more about technology's immense potential to fix and transform, then you're in the right place. In this episode, I speak to Margareta Mucci-Babici. Margareta is Public Affairs Manager for UiPath and a champion of the company's Automation for Good initiatives. With business leaders increasingly looking to reduce climate impact and become more sustainable, RPA, or Robotic Process Automation, could have a big part to play. In the interview, Margareta shares examples of how RPA can be deployed in this context and the challenges of turning theory into practice. But first, I ask her about current adoption levels of the technology. Of course. But first of all, Ben, thank you so much for for the invite. It's a real pleasure to be here and to talk about these important topics, very dear to my heart. Uh, But indeed, let's get straight into the topic. Um, Speaking of enterprise adoption, um, organizations are um, increasingly investing in automation as they're prioritizing their um, strategies and initiatives around digital transformation. And uh, robotic process automation is a mature technology. Um, But at the same time, I think uh, we're only getting started and there's a lot of potential out there and uh, a lot of companies are starting to see the increasingly, you know, benefits of of this technology. So they're they're scaling their level of adoption. And um, this was also accelerated by the pandemic uh, because in this, in this, uh, you know, unfortunate situation that we have uh, been you know confronted by uh, we've seen how important it is to uh, be able to take uh, decisions fast to become efficient um, more efficient productive and uh, these are uh, very important elements and very important outcomes uh, brought by robotic process automation yeah maybe margareta for those for those listeners who maybe aren't aware of what RPA is, what are the use cases of what have been the traditional use cases for this technology? So let's uh, let's start first by uh, talking a bit about robotic process automation and short RPA. Uh, I think that the easiest way, right, it is to uh, to imagine a process that you do at work on your computer and uh, think about an activity that you do very often, and uh, it's pretty much the same every time. And most likely there is um, there are a number of rules for why that specific activity has to be done in a certain way at a certain time. Um, and then imagine that this process can be done by a robot. This time it's not a physical robot, it's not a manufacturing robot, it is a physical, it is a software robot that sits on your computer. Um, And uh, this is in short what robotic process automation does. It emulates human activity. It learns the process that is highly repetitive, manual, rule-based, and then it does it for you. 
Um, and thinking about, let's say, traditional use cases, uh, I think of it in, in two, two ways. One, uh, those processes that exist irrespective of the industry, the type of company that you're in. Every company has, to some extent, processes around invoices, right? Management processing, uh, payroll, customer or vendor onboarding, um, not to mention data mi migration and validation. And if you imagine those activities, you will you will see that a lot a lot of those activities have these rule-based specific activities where RPA can lend a, a helping hand. So this is one way to look at it. And at the same time, the technology is industry agnostic. So it doesn't matter if you're in, let's say the public sector or the private sector or nonprofit sector as well. Um, there are specific um, rule-based rule activities depending on your sector that you have to do that um, fall under these, uh, these categories of rule-based and high volume. Uh, and we've seen this um, in, um, for example, the, in healthcare, right? We're, we're talking about COVID-19, right? And in the impact. Uh, and there is a lot of administrative work that has to be done in healthcare. So in addition to the purpose, right, of the healthcare industry to support patients, um, there is also administrative work that has to be done because otherwise, you know, it's, um, it cannot function. And when we're thinking about all the data, the patient's data, the, the records, the appointments that um, healthcare staff have to do, um, and we think about the, the COVID-19 and the Im immense volume, then you can realize how, uh, how big the potential and the help from automation can be. Yeah, and that, that healthcare example, Margareta, is, I would say, an example of automation for good. What, what does automation for good mean to you and to UiPath? So let's, uh, let's think about, um, you know, automation for good in a, in a broad way to, to begin with. Uh, and uh, it's actually a thought process that I had when I was trying to, to define it. And um, it, it all started with um, a list of questions that were on my mind and were on our minds as we were looking at uh, the impact of technology on society. Uh, we were thinking about COVID-19 and, and other uh, events that, that were taking place. So I think we're, we're in a moment in time where a lot of um, stakeholders, so including organizations, but also thought leaders, Policymakers, you know, um, nonprofits, uh, key opinion leaders are voicing um, questions around the positive impact of technology, right? Tech for good. What is tech for good, and how can tech be leveraged for good? And how can we maximize the positive impact that the technology can have? Uh, but I think another important layer is how we collaborate in order to maximize these results. So this was uh, more or less, let's say, the thought process around automation for good. Uh, and automation for good, as we are looking at it at UiPath, is, is very close to uh, our corporate purpose to accelerate human achievement. This is 
very important for for us as a company and um it was um it, it is an initiative that has the sponsorship of our you know leaders and um founder um and we're looking at it from two dimensions how can we leverage automation so that we can attain the maximum positive benefits and results but also what are we automating so that we achieve this goal. Hi, I'm Daniel Brigham, editor of the Tech for Good magazine. I hope you're enjoying this pod. And if you want more, why not head over to techforgood.net for some amazing and thought-provoking stories. You can read about one company's mission to use digital technologies in the fight against HIV, or learn how social media can help refugees take control of their narratives. For those insights and more, read and subscribe at techforgood.net. Margareta, that companies today, they have much grander objectives than just being profitable. They want to have a positive impact, don't they, on, on society. They want to, and in a real kind of authentic way, I think now a lot of companies are beginning to, to do that kind of thing. Maybe share some examples around how you think automation can, be, can fit into that and fit into those companies' objectives. So one of the areas that I think um, is becoming increasingly important and we're seeing it now with COP26 and a lot of other initiatives. Um, it is essential for businesses that they embrace socially responsible business practices. And when we think about automation and the traditional traditional benefits and, and dividends from automation, we think about productivity, we think about efficiency, we think about speed, but we also think about resilience. We think about transparency and um, you know, responsiveness, especially in the public sector, we have a lot of use case in this direction. Um, but I think the next step, the natural step is what are you going to do with those results, with those outcomes? What for are you using the additional speed, efficiency, and productivity. So it, it is, it becomes a question of purpose. And at the same time, you can think of it in a, in a, you know, in a different way. What are the areas of your businesses that could benefit from those, um, from their return on investment or the return on, on, on value from automation? What are your critical processes that could be you know, um, enabled with automation to become faster, more transparent. And um, if we take a step back and think about the, the, the earlier mentions around environment, sustainable, sustainability and governance and responsible business practices, this becomes a very important area right now. And um, when we couple the power of automation with these goals that organizations have, we see a lot of synergies. We see a lot of ways in which um, we can leverage automation to help enable those targets, those goals. Uh, we can talk about sustainability and one of the, let's say the, the easiest to spot benefit would be to have this paper, um, you know, declutter. And, um, and this, is, this is very uh, visible early on, especially since we're operating digitally. But at the same time, if you take a, if you be, if you if you look at it more in depth, 
you can think about the processes that you want to automate. So you can think about supply chain. And right now, this is a very important focus. How do organizations that are have very you know important um, ESG goals and uh, want to make sure that their vendors, their partners, are uh, committed to similar goals? Because this becomes a, a also a um, a topic of similar values, right? And this is a this is a very simple use case if you think about it. You can screen easier all these um, applications, the onboarding processes, to make sure that your partners, your vendors, are also committed to similar goals, such as you are. Um, but there are also other ways in which we can look at it. And uh, another example is how are we automating, right? The, the, the first dimension that I was mentioning. And um, as we know, we are already part of the future of work. And there are a lot of roles being created uh, and there's a new demand for skills. Um, but there are also um, employees that um, have difficulties with finding new opportunities, right? to enrich their careers or to um, just take on different jobs. And democratizing automation and access to automation also within an organization is a very important component of leveraging automation for good. Because when you have a program dedicated to, to automation, um, it, it helps very much to have a very transparent and close communication with your employees so that you explain them the process that's going to happen with digital transformation and automation, but you also create the space to address concerns. Uh, you also create the space to uh, create new opportunities. Uh, for example, we have uh, as UI path, a goal to democratize automation. We have uh, an online learning platform. Uh, we have the partnerships with the education institutions with academic alliance but also as organizations that take on automation journeys, um, it, it's also a, a, an important component for them to be able to put these resources and make them available for their own employees. You don't know who is going to be your next RPA developer. And we've seen that. Because when you're setting up um, an RPA center of excellence, you're creating jobs, you're creating new roles, and there might be uh, employees within your organizations that would want to to take on that new opportunity it's really great Margaretta, to hear you know see behind the curtain of it and see how uipath is 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 navigating this landscape and wanting to use its technology in in positive ways do you have any specific examples of of what your company is doing any uh, you don't have to talk about specific clients necessarily but it could be yeah. internal external examples of of how you are putting this mission into practice as it were yes absolutely so let me share an example on that what are we automating right the the, the new use cases um and um i think a very important area is the fact that we can use automation to um, monitor for example air and water quality uh most importantly process energy consumption data with speed and accuracy so again leveraging those 
traditional benefits of automation, but looking at them from a different lens and from a different area. Uh, streamlining uh, waste management processes. Uh, again, the supply chain. Uh, another example that I really, really loved was um, with an infrastructure solution firm, I think, that processed around 400,000 invoices per year, but with automation. But the results, besides the efficiency and the productivity and the transparency, um, was the fact that they managed to save around 300 trees. So that was an instant result connected to sustainability and environmental goals. Um, and also around 8,000 um, kilowatts per hour. So mm -hmm. energy. So just automating invoices could deliver such a result. Not to mention those specific sustainability processes that each company with a strong um, you know, ESG agenda has. It seems to me that the, the, the real opportunity here is, is in the versatility of the technology itself and how, as you said earlier, it's industry agnostic. It, it yeah. can be applied in so many different ways within pretty much any organization, I'm sure could find a use case for it. And as you've said there, it might not even be a an automation for good like program but actually it could end up saving a company some or, or or certainly you know having a positive impact on that company's sustainability program without even knowing it and and i think when you yeah. imagine that at scale and when you imagine automation being used more and more as companies become more and more intent on on doing good that that must feel like a really exciting opportunity especially for for uipath I absolutely agree, Ben. I think you just use the keyword intent and becoming intentional. And I think a lot of the, the benefits of leveraging and using this technology uh, are yet to be uncovered because the potential is, is very broad. Um, but we need to become intentional about it. So looking at the at the at UI paths own commitment to leverage automation for good for our internal you know, uh, practices was a very interesting example from our um, IT uh, organization. Our colleagues used automation to streamline help desk processes uh, with the intent to make computing resources um, usage more efficient. And with automation, they have managed to reduce uh, cloud computing usage, uh, I think around by 65% uh, and by 98% in uh, processes related to IT service management and cybersecurity functions. Now, this is a this is a very clear example of how you can use automation with that specific intent to, um, you know, to manage the way you're using energy and resources. Who says children can't change the world? Our Teenage Tech Stories podcast showcases the extraordinary work of young entrepreneurs on their way to becoming tomorrow's tech leaders. Listen now via the Tech for Good podcast stream or by visiting techforgood.net. Really, really great insight, Margareta. Um, I want to ask you about the the challenges you see going forward because we've spoken about the opportunity but i'm sure there will be 
challenges still and, and there are challenges of course with with this topic um it's a mature technology but it's you know it's, there's still so much adoption that to be done um what's your view on on that so some of the things that i'm that i'm considering right now is um a challenge that automation for good remains theoretical and less practical because it has a philosophical you know, nuance to it. We're talking about good, we're talking about, uh, you know, what good means. Uh, also the reason why uh, for, for us, we at, at UiPath, we looked at the UN SDGs to help us focus on a blueprint for good, right? So this, this can become theoretical and it is to some extent, but at the same time, when you're putting your intention and making it, you know, work within, your, within an organization, I think it's really important to have a strategy around it because otherwise it will only remain, it can only remain a statement. And the key here, and I think that's that's a key for automation in general, is to put it in action. So uh, really, really thinking about how you can couple a strategy around automation for good and connect it to the organization's mission to see how this technology can support accelerate that specific mission. Uh, thinking about whether the, the organization has an ESG agenda or a CSR, you know, very um, a CSR agenda with specific goals, and then bring in the people that know automation. Maybe it's an RPA center of excellence, and bring in the people that focus and, and are experts in those areas in sustainability, for example, put them together in a room, show them how automation works and let innovation work again. Because when, when you're combining and when you're making this transfer of expertise between one business unit to another, I think there's, there's a lot that happens and, and there's a lot of excitement, but there's a lot of creativity going on. And I think this is this is an important area for us to continue to explore because the RPA COE can really become that um, that hand, that arm that helps those other business units implement the targets that they've set easier by leveraging automation. Mm -hmm. I want to ask you about. Um... I think still, Margareta, there's a perception, I think a lazy perception that the automation can have a negative impact, especially on people and, you know, in terms of changing jobs, in terms of even replacing jobs. Now, this debate has been had many times, and I'm sure you've spoken about this many times publicly. Is that when you think about that, like how important is the work that you're doing around automation for good and, and really pressing home that message that this isn't about taking people's jobs away? It's about you know, augmenting, augmenting people's jobs, giving people better jobs, giving come and, and through automation for good, giving organizations that greater purpose. Like when you can, what, what do you think about that kind of argument? No, absolutely. Ben. Um, I think the, um, the fears around the impact of automation are, uh, are very important and they need to be addressed. And uh, I think uh, some of them come from perhaps a lack of understanding of the technology, how it works, what it does, what it can do. We're also living in a, in a you know, in times where um, uh, there's a lot of um, information going on online 
And if you're not very accustomed with what this technology can do, then you can pick up on so many things and then have a very, you know, different outlook and different understanding of what the technology is really doing. So I think once again, um, we, we need to do uh, a better education uh, and explain how the technology works and going back to uh, organizations and what's happening when they're taking on you know, automation journeys, really have that, that transparency and that communication with, within the organization. I think it's very important addressing the fears and the natural resistance to change and um, obviously having data and having examples uh, to, to share to, to employees or the wider population uh, on what it is happening at the, um, you know, on, on employment and, and the impact um, on jobs. I think a, a, very, a very important uh, aspect would be that automation replaces tasks and not jobs. Um, and I think um, when we when we imagine the myriad of tasks that we have, each of us in our you know roles, this becomes much more easier to understand. Um, you know, for example, I have a background in law, and I used to work as an attorney at law, and I had a lot of tasks that could have been automated back then. I didn't have the technology to work with it, but you know using that technology to out automate those specific tasks wouldn't have made me uh, you know less of a lawyer right uh, especially since lawyers are now dealing with a lot of a, a lot of data on their own um, and um, again collaboration right we we need to uh, we need to more work more closely together and one of the partnerships around automation for good that um, you know I, I think it's it's extremely impressive and uh, um, humbling is our partnership with autonomy works where we're working together to um, to make automation more accessible to individuals uh, neurodiverse individuals so it's it's uh it's fascinating to see how you know joining forces with with a, with an organization such as autonomy works can bring light in, in in this area and see how the technology can create new employment opportunities for neurodiverse individuals that are facing unfortunately unemployment it's it's very high i think around uh 80% but correct me if i'm wrong um, so creating new employment opportunities with the help of automation is, um, is again, a great example for how we need to collaborate further to make the future of work more accessible and more inclusive. It's clear hearing you talk, Margareta, and, and that example there about the, you know, neurodiverse people and, and helping that, that, that group of society and, and some of the other examples you've shared that UiPath is obviously doing so much does that come with a responsibility to drive this and continue to look for new ways to to expand automation for good and and continue to just just be the leader in that market absolutely ben so um as i was i was saying at the beginning automation for good is so connected to the company's purpose to accelerate human achievement and we are committed to make everything that we can so that 
um, employees, but also the, the wider uh, society has access to automation skills and to this technology, um, that uh, using this technology is as easy as possible. And at the same time, create this, uh, this conversation that's going to be ongoing because I don't think we're going to have all the answers in six months, right? Around what is the impact of automation on the future of work in our society and continue to drive innovation and collaboration together. And I think collaboration here is, is critical for progress and for maximizing, you know, uh, positive returns because, you know, we, as as you said, you know we're working with technology. We have expertise covering sustainability and other important areas, but you know, joining forces with others that are really looking into these areas can only bring new opportunities for innovation and progress. That was the Tech for Good podcast. Listen, subscribe, and rate us on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Stitcher.